What is going on, fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. And guys, today we are going to be talking about chasing your dreams, and we're also going to be talking about giving up on them. Mm. All right, now I want to talk about this because, frankly, I think that Cole and I embody what it means to go after the things that you want. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. And the first question for you is, when you were in high school, what did you want to be when you grew up? A cop. Ever tell you that? No, you never did. Yes. When I was in high school, it was actually in grade nine. So if I was like starting at the very beginning, it was to be a police officer. And it changed to multiple different things, but I'll break it down right now. I've spoken about this at a couple of events, but the reason why I wanted to be a cop, and that was like the main thing that I wanted to be when I was going through elementary school and going into grade nine. Thank God I didn't fucking become one because I do not have a temperament for that. The reason why I wanted to do it is because when I actually looked into my soul and looked back into the past is because I had like a burning desire to serve people. Mm. And like, I'm just going to be frank. I hate cops. I just saw like <laughs> way too much corruption and dumb shit. So I had like the mentality of like, I wanted to do it and change up how people acted and like serve more people and just become that actual helping hand that people fucking needed in life. So that was like the main thing that I wanted to do. But obviously, when I got into high school, drinking ended up happening, drugs ended up happening. So that got out of the cards very quickly. Then I looked at firefighting, because that was like the next step to helping people. Yeah. And then I figured out it's like, virtually impossible to become a fucking firefighter anywhere in Canada. Like I have a homie right now who's done like everything under the sun, volunteer firefighting, like 10 years of grinding to become one. And it's like, dude, like let's use Calgary as an example. They have a five year waiting list and they only open it up every five years and like 10 people get brought on and then they close it again. Wow. Because of how intense it is. So figured out that I was again, high school drugs, drinking was too hard for me because I was like, just not interested in grinding that out. And I didn't know the path. I didn't have any help. And then it was the army. So I went and did my entrance exam because that was the next level of helping. And this was through the four years of high school that I was there. But when I went and took the entrance exam, I was still all kind of fucked up from the day before. Wasn't taking it seriously, failed the baseline entrance exam, and then just gave up on all that. Wow. I was not expecting that. How crazy is that? That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That the was the original the thing. Right? <laughs> I do not have a temperament for that, bro. No, I know. I'm like, holy like, shit. You would have been fucking snap showing people. Jax would not be here right now, dog. <laughs> I would have pulled over to Jax, bro, and then we would fuck. That's it. That's it. Homie's gone, dog. All right? He's told cool. me how he's talked to cops before. There would have been a video Clap. online of fucking Clap. white dude Cole beats up little fucking Jacks <laughs> in the street. That would not have been a good thing, dude. That is funny, dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my fucking thing when I was younger. Crazy. Like I knew my actual dream was to end up in a place of actual service, like serving people on a deeper level. Yeah. But I just saw like the line through that in the traditional way of like being on the front lines hmm. and doing it in some sort of way. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What about you? First of all, before we get to me, I was not expecting that. Touche. So fucking something. Learn something new about my best <laughs> friend today. All right. I wanted to be a professional football player. And so growing up, always the fat kid. I felt like I was always left out of the sports. Like I was always, I always felt like I was picked last. And then when I got picked first there, I was like the black dude that couldn't play basketball. People were like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> so like I fucking picked you first. So when I grew up, like in high school, I started to like, I, once I got athletic, I was like, I want to take this as far as I can possibly go. And I almost think that I was like trying to make up for the deficit that I felt like when I was younger, like mm. I didn't get to play sports. So I was like, I just want to play it at a pro level. And then I got to high school. And in high school, I got scouted for the Okanagan Sun, but I got injured that year and I didn't know how to handle that like injury and adversity. So yeah. I literally was just like, oh, I'm just going to fucking quit. I'm like, fuck yeah. it. I'm like, I didn't know what to do with that injury or adversity. And so I was just like, I'm just going to fucking quit. Same thing, drinking, drugs, partying. And then the next three years, like I always wanted to be a pro athlete. Like I always wanted to go pro. Like I wanted to be a pro football player. So when I was 21, even though I was bartending and like partying, et cetera, like I wanted to just chase that pro dream one more time. So I ended up moving to Kelowna and I tried out for the team that scouted me when I was in high school. I made the team. I played that season. I came back the next season. I got injured again. And I was like, I was like, I may as well do a show. And that's when I started competing. 
I didn't know that. I didn't know you moved to Kelowna in the past and did that shit. Yeah, when I was 21 years old, I like I was like super unhappy bartending and partying in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I like wasn't fulfilled in life and I didn't know what direction I wanted to go. But I knew that I love football and I knew that that was a dream that I had. So I was like, I don't want to be like 40 years old and then talking at a bar about how I used to be so good in high school. And then all of a sudden I just like, I just gave up. And then like back in my day, I fucking was going to be a pro football player. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it and I'm going to see what happens. And I ended up, I ended up playing, but then when I found out like pro football players, like if in the CFL in Canada, Trash, if, bro. if you make it in the yeah. pro leagues, you make like 50 grand a year. If you're a good player, I like know. the best players in the league, the ones that are like winning fucking, it's like the, the world like renowned 200 K. Yeah. But that's even that is trash, dude. I, so I'm like, I'm going to give like, up my fucking life for 50 grand a year. I've met fucking pro football players that work at the bank. Like there's been like massive old linemen just fucking like working bank tellers and shit like that. Yeah. And then like someone's like, do you know that guy's like in the CFL? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Because mm. they don't make any fucking money. I did not know that that you went to Kelowna and fucking train. We we're both learning shit, learning new shit bro, today. Bro, didn't I, you try for football a little bit later too, though? Came down to like the senior teams. You were looking into it. I know you didn't actually end up going through it. So I and football has always been probably my biggest passion in life, and I like resonate with Jax on this because me bro. and Jax talked about this a lot. Yeah, uh, football is like my biggest passion in life. And honestly, if I could even if I found a way to like play pro football and make like a hundred grand a year, I probably would have done it. Yeah, because I like love it that much. And when I was like 25, 26, 27, there was like senior men's leagues in Calgary. That yeah. I oh, like I remember that. Yeah. The Gators. That's what it was. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember Gators. the Gators. Yeah. yeah. You were looking into that shit. Yeah. Crazy, man. But that was it. And that was the dream. And I think that this is why I want to have this conversation because even though football didn't end up being the thing that I wanted to do, it was pursuing my goals that led me to the fucking pathway that I'm on right now. Dude, hundred percent. Like, like I was saying in the breakdown, which you had no idea about, which actually shocks me. It was the fact that I wanted to serve people that kept me down the fucking path that I'm on right now. Because mm. even, again, the timeline, guys, I did five years of high school. So I actually graduated and they came back for a year because I fucking love football so much. Yeah. I was actually talking to the fucking Calgary Colts yeah. when I was fucking coming to high school because I really wanted to fucking play. Then I decided to take six months to a year off of ball so I could fucking just live my life. And it was mm. the worst decision I ever made because yeah, I yeah. wanted to go to Calgary and play ball. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a big thing too. So I fucking loved football. But I came back for a leap year and just kind of like coasted didn't really do anything and then just kind of like got lost hit this fucking lull of like poor me victim mentality bullshit nothing was fucking growing and then as you guys know like the background story ended up going to calgary became an iron worker and struggled for like a long fucking time because i just felt unfulfilled in every fucking aspect due to the fact that my actual dreams were serving people what i wanted you know what's funny is i think that the reason i want to have this conversation is like me and you are like we're both living the dream right now yeah like cole and i are both we are in the dream we've got like the land, the mansion, the fucking R8 and the Lambo. The Lambo's better and faster. Uh, I don't um, know about got that. 20,000 square foot I don't know gym. about that. Pizza Domination's a multi-million dollar <laughs> business. Lamborghini's way faster and cooler. <laughs> so like we are living the dream, right? And I think that I want to have this conversation because a lot of motherfuckers aren't doing that right now. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I was fucking lost when I like lost football. I was like partying. I was drinking. I was working at jobs that were like just to get by and just to pay the bills, which I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with. Just like, to coast. You just need to pay your bills. Like you just need to like survive. You just need to live. And so you're just doing what you need to do to live. You're like pouring fucking concrete or you're fucking iron working or you're working behind a bar or you're fucking serving or you're taking out fucking trash or you're scrubbing the fucking floor. And like so many people, I believe that like all of those jobs are necessary, but I personally believe that those jobs are like transitional phases. Like that's like a springboard for you to get somewhere. But I think so many people just settle into it because they just like, they just stop dreaming. They just give up on their fucking dreams. Yeah. When it comes down to this, like 
actually chasing your dreams takes a lot of fucking courage in a very, very big way. And a lot of individuals end up backing themselves into a hole and they feel like they can never get out of it based off of the life that they are currently living because they've bought so many things and they've built up so much debt and they built a massive family. So they feel like they're locked in. Now, when it comes down to the transitional phases, I honestly disagree with you to a certain degree based off of the fact that if every individual chased their dreams, no one would build our houses. But oh, so actually, no, because a lot of them, a lot dream of people, is doing a lot of people fucking have a dream yeah. of building shit. So I'll give you that. So like I, when it comes to backing yourself into a hole, I want to actually have like a deeper conversation today. I want to talk to you guys about like our journey a little bit. So I'm going to let B go first, but I want to talk about like what we did before. Mm-hmm. Like, how did we transition out of it? What yeah. did we do before? Because people hear that you were in Bali. Yeah. Like, what the fuck got you into bartending? Why were you stuck in it? Like, why mm-hmm. did you feel like you couldn't get out of it? Because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of you why? guys, that's a great question. A lot of you guys listen to me and Brian go off, rant, talk about chasing your dreams and more. And you guys are like, fuck these motherfuckers, man. They were always making money. Like, they never were backed into a corner. They didn't mm-hmm. know what it was like to have debt. So I think we should talk about that a little bit. No one's ever asked me that. Why did I feel like I was stuck when I was bartending? Mm -hmm. I felt like I was stuck when I was bartending because I honestly did not know how to make my business grow online. I had no idea. And even when I was bartending, I knew that I wanted to build an online business. Like I just made a post on the real Brian Mark, shameless plug, go fucking follow me. I'm cool. (laughs) And I talk about my vision. And if you do a swipe over, it's you're in the post too. Yep. It like shared about how like I wrote about how my business partner is integral and fucking blah, blah, blah. He is cool. His car's not as fast as mine. <laughs> but uh, like I always knew that I wanted to grow my online business. Like it was always my dream, but I didn't know how. And so I think that the reason that I was stuck is because I lacked the knowledge. And I also lacked the self-belief because yeah. I'm like, I didn't think like, even though I knew that I wanted it, I was like, I want like aesthetic nation was the goal at the time. I was like, I want to build aesthetic nation. I want to have a multi-million dollar business. I want to go after my fucking goals. I also did not know how I was going to do it. And I didn't believe that it was possible on an internal level. So I might've set the goal, but I didn't have the belief and I didn't have the game plan. And mm. so I didn't have the belief, didn't have the game plan and life is fucking real. Like, hello, my fucking landlord wants his fucking rent. Yeah. Cell phone bill, yeah, fucking gas, yeah, fucking. I was like groceries. Try, I was trying to fucking wheel chicks at the time too. I'm like, <laughs> you got fucking, you gotta have money trying. to take girls on dates, right? Trying, oh, bro. I wasn't trying. I was just <laughs> All right, fucking relax. Listen, uh, so <laughs> well, that, that's the truth, though. That's why I was stuck, and that's it. That was that's why I was stuck. That's why I wanted to break that down. So, guys, now I'll do the same thing. I'll break it down as well. When I was ironworking, like we've had a couple of these conversations in the past, and people will ask Brian and myself, like, did you guys know that you would be successful? Now there was always this burning thing in my heart that wanted to be like, I wanted to be the movie actor, like success. I wanted to be like the super famous person. I wanted to be the rich guy. I wanted to be like that guy that people saw, Yeah. but like, I'm brutally honest. And I've told you this before. And I've told other people before I had no fucking idea that this would happen. I knew I wanted it to happen. I knew I wanted to get to a certain level, but when I was ironworking, I was just lost as fuck. Like let's move the drugs and the alcohol to the side. I just didn't know how to fucking change my life around. And I had nobody to fucking ask. I didn't believe in myself at all. And I thought that's what I was going to do. And Mm -hmm. it took a lot of like internal work and a lot of internal discipline to like finally look myself in the mirror and just ask myself the question, do I want this anymore? Mm -hmm. Because I did ironworking for, I think like three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And when I actually look back at it and I like look at the time I was there, was I happy and fulfilled sometimes? Yeah. It was a fucking blast. I'm not going to lie. I love working with my fucking hands. Being able to drive through Calgary and be like, I built that shit. Like, I built that fucking airport hangar that you guys fucking fly into every single day. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a dope fucking feeling. But was I, like, truly fulfilled in my dreams? Absolutely fucking not. I just felt like I was locked in. So I found peace in the thing that was just getting me by. 
And I feel like that's where a lot of people are. Mm. They've currently found peace in the job that they don't love, but it's paying the bills and they think that they're just locked in for life. So instead of wanting more and chasing more and attacking more, they just find peace and then get stagnant. Mm. I, so that's funny. It's like, this is where I slightly disagree. Cause I hear you. It's like, so you're saying you found peace in your iron working, but I would argue that you weren't at peace. I would argue that you settled yes. and, you, and you knew that you settled. And like, maybe your like your conscious brain won't admit like I'm settling, but it will manifest in other areas of your life. Like drinking. Yep. Drugs, drugs, partying on the weekend, bitching about your fucking boss, bitching about your fucking pay things to turn the voice off. Yeah. Literally like you're going to do like everything to distract yourself from the fact that like, you're not happy with the situation that you're in. And it was the same thing for me. Like when I was bartending, it's almost like I could never make anything stick long term. Mm -hmm. And it's because I hadn't found my purpose yet. Like the girl that I was with, we ended up splitting up because like, I like guys as a man, and this I'm going to talk as a man now, as a man, if you're unfulfilled in your life and you're like not chasing your dreams, you're not going after your goals, you're not on purpose, you're not on passion, your woman will be less attracted to you, period. And so for me, I like knew that I wanted to be successful. I'm like, I want to build this business. But I was also fucking working behind a bar for eight to 12 hours a day. Yeah. So I wasn't being a fucking man. Yeah, dude. And my girl fucking didn't like she lost attraction because I was acting like a fucking beta. Every single time that we bring up these conversations, because even the beta, I'm challenging you on that. It has nothing to do with alpha or beta. It has to do with internal driven purpose. Mm. Right. Like speaking when it comes down to true masculinity, like this is something that I am very fucking passionate about. And there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with me with the statement. I really don't give a fuck. I don't care when it comes down to women. I'm not saying that they can't be anything but a mother, but women have an internal clock, an internal thing that as soon as they have a child, they have a purpose instantly fucking driven. Like it's embodied in them. So when that kid is born, it's like they have a new maternal instinct that just kicks in. And it's like my purpose is to make this thing amazing to like serve and be here and protect. And it's just a different level. And I know that I've seen it in Julia. Like when Cade cries, she reacts a certain way. When Cade cries, I freak the fuck out because I don't have that same internal driver. So men need to find an outlet for their purpose or they end up getting lost in life. And I see it all the fucking time. It was literally men at my ironworking job that I witnessed that helped me trigger my fucking change in life. Because there was a guy there, okay, 60 plus years old, angry as fuck, bitter as shit, breaking down, homie had gout, he could barely fucking walk sometimes, just like popping pills like a motherfucker so we could even walk across the job site, and he had a fucking meltdown moment one day, getting mad at me, because I wouldn't do something the way that he wanted it to be done, and he slammed the fucking, what was it called, it was like a forklift, Yeah. he slammed the door so hard, the door broke, and he was physically unable to climb through the window due to his legs, so he sat in the vehicle that he broke for two and a half hours, just angry as shit. When I saw that, I was like, I need to leave. I was like, I cannot become that person. I'm like, I need to find another purpose because that like settling thing kicked in. It was like, again, it's it's almost like an at peace moment because you're like, you know what? Like, this is my fucking life now. You almost settle. And then you're like, because this is my life, this is just what I need to do. And this is what the coasting starts to kick in. Yeah, I hear that. It's funny that you say that because I resonate with that statement completely because I remember when I was a nightclub bartender and I would look at my managers that were in my bars or my restaurants and seeing my manager because like when you're in the nightclub or the bar industry basically over time you just progress up the levels and so you start off as like a daytime bartender then you're nighttime bartender then you're like the assistant manager then you're the manager and then you're the general manager and then maybe one day you own the fucking bar like that's how it works in the restaurant industry and so i was a bartender slash the manager and i looked up to like my general manager and i saw how hard he was fucking grinding 
and how much he was getting paid. And I remember being like, if I don't change my fucking life, that's going to be me at 40. Yes. That was the same. I'm like, did, yeah. I don't want that. I'm like, I like have so much love for this individual, but I'm like, that's not the life that I fucking want. Yeah. I'm like, and I also like, you guys ever seen an old dude driving a fucking sports car, bro? I see. So when I see, whenever I see like, first of all, I have so much respect for anybody. Power to you. Yeah. Power to you. I know where you're going I, with this. I remember like, seeing older guys driving around sports cars and thinking to myself, I'm like, I want to drive that when I'm fucking 30, not when I'm 60. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to fucking wait. I don't want to fucking wait. I want my fucking sports car now. I want to rip around yeah. in my fucking Lambo at 30 years old because I love the feeling when I fucking pull up somewhere yeah. and then I get it in my car and people are like, the fuck do you do? Yeah, listen, and like, there's going to be a lot what, of people. Yes. And there's gonna be a lot of people that hear that statement and they're like, that is incredibly fucking shallow. I don't give a fuck because I feel the same way. It feels good. Fuck, fuck the incredibly shallow. Yeah. I love my fucking dude. Lambo. Same thing. I yes. fucking love driving up with my R8 yes. for a couple reasons. Okay. Again, you guys know my internal dream is to help people. All right. It is truly. Now, did I get the R8 for me? 100%. Did I get the R8 because it feels pretty goddamn cool to drive that motherfucker? 100%. Did I also get the R8 because it feels even cooler to drive up to my gym and have all these fucking young kids be like, I want to be like that one day? Bet your fucking ass. Funny story. I did. Funny story. Literally yesterday, I, was, I went to the gym at like 4 p.m., which I never do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I rolled up to the gym, did my workout, came out. And as I was getting into the car, there was like a group of like 19, 20 year old kids that like rolled up. And they're like, bro, is that your car? I'm like, absolutely. They're like, what do you do? And I'm like, get your ass on social media. Yes, dude. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, get on social media and find some way to like serve people on social media, like post content online. They were like asking me questions. And like, they had just gotten off work. They were all wearing their construction gear. And I just told them, I was like, Boys, when I was your age, I was doing the same shit that you guys were doing. When I was 19, I was fucking building staircases. Yes, man. Literally smoking weed all day, building staircases, and then going fucking home. Bro, That's what I did. When I was 19, I was working at fucking Walmart, overnight stocking. Yeah. And then transitioned to ironworking. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. I got a fucking background of bullshit jobs bro like <laughs> a fucking background but that like that's it yes i agree it's not just I about agree. the fucking clout I yeah agree. that's cool i yeah. get it awesome i don't look up to old motherfuckers with billions of dollars who drive honda civics and wear bullshit clothes from walmart sorry i yeah. don't I, yeah. I don't look up to those fucking people so my goal in life is to become the individual that i always wanted to be when i was a kid and then give him back to other people i like that that's cool i like that statement that's powerful as fuck Mine's very similar, but mine's also selfish. I believe that I was on this fucking planet to show people what was possible. Yes, dude. That was my, that's my belief. Like, I believe that my entire life's purpose is to be on this planet and challenge the fucking limit and push the fucking barrier and show people what's possible and then share the entire journey the entire way, which is why, like, I love posting about my fucking Lambo. It's my favorite. I fucking love posting Lambo pics and then next to trailer park pics and then being like, I was literally here. Yes. Like with the mindset of like, I'm fucking broke. I'll never be successful. What was me? Life is shitty. I have a victim mentality. I'm complaining about fucking everything. Blah, 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 blah. All this negative shit. And now to be in this place where like, I'm living in my fucking mansion with my wife, driving my dream car. Like this was a fucking transition that I took over the course of like nine, 10 years. And then there's going to be some people that listen to this and they're like, all these guys care about is fucking money. What you don't understand is the only reason that we have money is we have the mindset. You don't get the money without the mindset. And so your negative mindset is viewing our money being like, oh, these guys are just money hungry. But what you don't understand is that the money doesn't come unless you have the mindset. Yeah. And so we're just sharing the money with you so that you can actually see what is possible when you go all in on yourself and you go all in on your mindset. Like, I believe I was put on this fucking planet that God literally fucking 
gave birth to me because <laughs> he was like, you're supposed to do something special and you're supposed to fucking show people how to do it. Yeah, bro. And again, like, again, I'm take it from a real fucking angle because like we've talked about like the religious shit and everything else. And I've heard you say that statement a bunch of times. I did not believe that I was going to be here. I just wanted to be famous. I was the kid who wanted to be that guy. So when I spoke to my little baby brother and I told him that I'd be driving an R8 one day, I had no fucking idea that how that was going to happen. I was just spitballing bullshit. Hmm. I looked at fucking Danon. We're watching a movie. It was that fucking show 17 again with Zac Efron and whoever the fucking other funny dude was. He pulled up the R8 and I was like, I'll be driving a fucking car like that one day. And Danon's like, okay, cool. And I was like, that was it. <laughs> and then I figured it the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, but there was yeah, no, I did yeah. not believe that this was going to fucking happen. Yeah. Guys, I didn't get into fitness because I thought I was going to have this style of impact and this was going to fucking happen. I didn't want to be an iron worker anymore. I hated my fucking life. I hated who I saw in the fucking mirror. I was 20 plus thousand dollars in fucking debt. And I figured out a way to do it because I thought fitness would help me. I thought fitness would make me a better person. I thought fitness would help me change my situation. I didn't get into fitness because I thought it was going to turn me into an individual that's less than 30 years old, make it seven figures plus a year. That was never the fucking game plan for me. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. A lot of people don't want to take that next step out of their current situation because they don't see the game plan. They don't see the grand vision where I'm like, I feel like it's a misconception nowadays. And I know you're a big believer in manifestation and vision and everything else. And I do it. But manifestation and vision is fucking bullshit unless you actually put work in. Yeah, I want to jump in here for a second. Okay, so you might not know what you want, but you definitely know what you don't. Exactly. All right? You don't want to be fat. You don't want to be broke. Yes. You don't want to be struggling in your relationship. You don't want to have shitty fucking friends. So you might not know what you want, but you definitely know what you don't want because you bitch about it all the time. Yeah. Right? Yes, fuck true. my debt. I'm fucking I overweight. I'm struggling. Fuck me. Dude, fuck this job. We all know what we don't want. I hate okay? Mondays. Because that's all we fucking talk about. And so if you want to figure out what you want, literally, you're an expert at this. I know all of you are. Yeah. Write down a list of all the things you don't <laughs> like and don't want. And then what you're going to do, because everything in life exists in contrast, is on the opposite side of this fucking sheet. You're going to be like, okay, what's the opposite of this? So I don't want to be fucking broke. I want to make fucking money. I don't want to work at my shitty fucking job. I want to find a job that I love. I don't want to be in a shitty fucking relationship. I want to find a partner that supports me. That's literally it. And then once you get clarity on what you want, like that's manifestation. And then we start working towards yes, it. But most motherfuckers are like, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be fat. I don't want this. I don't want that. And then they just bitch about it. Yes. And then they find three other friends named fucking Karen to bitch about it with. And then nothing fucking changes. And they just stay in this fucking rut. And it just, and this is the thing. You think it doesn't get worse, but it does. It gets worse and worse and worse every year. How bad could it get? Worse and worse, further in debt, overweight, more fat, more overweight, more drugs, more drinking, struggling. Then your kids struggle. Then your kids get fat. Then your kids are struggling. Then you're fucking just passing it on because you're not doing anything about it. Yes. That's called a generational curse. Yes. That's it. That's the fucking That's thing. That's it. That's a generational curse. And I literally have witnessed this my whole fucking life. Bro, It's I've seen it every fucking which way from so many fucking families. I'm going to touch on something that Hannah wrote the other day. Because Hannah actually wrote a post on depression. This is going to slap a lot of fucking people, but I agree with her wholeheartedly. She said, what if depression isn't a disease? It's just a generational curse passed down from the fucking ages. I, bro, I and I wholeheartedly agree. agree. Because your fucking mom and your grandma and the yep. people before them were just lazy as fuck, complaining, bitching whining about their situation instead of taking action on a daily basis. And now it's gotten so fucking grand that people just take all these pills to just deal with their fucking feelings instead of just working towards something else. You see, that's the thing. Guys, work towards something else. 
if you're currently in a situation that you don't fucking like, obviously paint the vision like Brian just said, but then you got to work. You're not just going to know how to make millions when you don't even make more than $40,000 a year. So just do something, make a decision to start working. Again, I was 20 plus thousand dollars in debt. I wanted to be able to buy an R8. I wanted to be able to do all these fucking things. I had no fucking path. So what did I do? I just asked myself, what can I control right now? Well, I'm going to start working on my fucking fitness. I'm going to start working on my daily habits every day. I'm going to start working on my fucking mindset. And through that transformation at the ground level, other opportunities started to come into my place. Yeah. It just started, bro. Danon and me did this. So my brother Danon did four years of university to become a nurse. Yeah. Then he did a two-year practicum. I think it's what it's called. Don't jump down my fucking throats. Then he went into nursing. He did nursing for a year and a half, all right, at a long care facility for like older, yeah. older folks. After a year and a half during COVID, by the way, which he fucking hated because that's not what he got into nursing for. He's like, this is atrocious. I hate my fucking life. I want to get out of it because he came and lived with me for a month. Yeah. He's like, this is way fucking better. I wanted to be doing this. Why am I not doing this? How do I do this? So I told him, sit down with a piece of paper and write down 10 of the things that you love the most in this world. And he just wrote down 10 things. And I was like, now stop lying to me and yourself and cut out five because you're just writing down bullshit. He's like, oh, okay. And then he cut out five. And then I was like, now pick one and try to make money with it within the next six months. Mm. And he's like, okay, boom, this. And it was programming. This kid's a fucking computer nerd. He loves this shit. He wants to build up video games. Mm. He wants to do all this stuff. He wants to build up websites. Now, homie's slinging fucking websites on the side for two to $5,000 a month for people. Mm. Working by himself. Him and his girl are traveling all over the place. Cool. Going hiking like crazy. Enjoying their fucking lives. I like that. It's about taking action. Just fucking take action. Mm. It is never too late to change your situation. I don't care what is going on in your life, period. You're just going to have to sacrifice the current things that you might enjoy in order to live a better life long term. And here's the thing. I want to talk about this for a second. It is going to be fucking hard. It's hard as shit. It's going to be fucking hard. And like, because like, I think a lot of people have what it takes to start, right? You'll have what it takes to start. You'll hire the fucking mentor. You'll invest in the business. Yeah. You'll start the thing. But then most people pussy the fuck out yeah, because it's hard. As soon as a little bit of adversity hits, they fucking run for the hills. They, they say, somebody fucking please come save me. That's life. Life's fucking hard. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. You know what else is hard though? Giving up on your dreams. I can't imagine looking myself in the fucking mirror after bitching out on something that I'd want to achieve in my life. I can't imagine it, which is why I never do it. I would literally rather fucking die than let myself, iron energy, fucking PT domination. I would rather like fucking be dead than let myself fail at my goals because I don't want to look at myself in the mirror and know that I pussied out on something that I wanted to do. But so many people just lie to themselves. They just lie to themselves. They lie to their family. They make up all these excuses, all these reasons that they need to give up and that they need to redirect and they need to quit. And they settle back into a mediocre existence, pretending that everything's okay. You bitched out. Yes. You bitched out. And like, it's going to be fucking hard sticking it out when it's like, when it's challenging and when your cards are stacked against you. And when it feels like you just want to quit, you just want to give in. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fucking hard. 
but it's a lot harder to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you backed out on something that you wanted to do with your life. Dude, I wholeheartedly agree. And you said something there that people might have missed there. You said, I couldn't imagine looking myself in the mirror and realizing that I gave up after I failed on my goals. And that's the thing. You're going to fucking fail in the pursuit of it, period. Everybody does. You're going to fucking hit a roadblock. You're going to fall on your fucking face. You're going to get knocked out from time to time in the pursuit of your dreams. It is going to happen. But that's the key. It's not giving up. It's pushing again. And this is where like the corny statements and all the corny quotes you've ever heard in your entire life play a part in this fucking conversation. But you need to hear them because a lot of you guys just have no patience. We talked about this the other day. Patience and fluidity. Be like water, like Bruce Lee says. Through your journey, you're going to have to shape in a certain areas. You're going to have to change what you think you need to do. You're going to have to alter your state in order to fit into certain boxes so you can adjust to the current situation and keep scaling your dreams up. That's the fluidity part. And then patience. It could take six months. It could take six years. But if you actually want to change your situation, you got to dive into it. This has been an eight-year journey for me. Yep. Nine or 10 for you now. 10. Yep. Like, the fuck you guys think this was? We just flipped a switch and boom. Now we're here doing podcasts. You fucking joking me? Yo, can I tell you something cool? I think you're going to like this quote. You want, you want to keep fucking mad? No, go ahead. Okay, I'm like, no, I like you it. You want to go off? No, go, go off. ahead. Okay, okay, okay. So when you said the 10-year thing, it made me fucking think. I heard this quote the other day. I think you're going to resonate it. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The second best time is to plant a tree today. Bro, I heard that from Andy Frisella. Mm. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. It literally went like turbo viral. It's like the fucking slap in the face people need to hear. Say it again. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. I'm going to say that at 10 because I fucking said it. <laughs> the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. That's it. Motherfuckers are bitching that they didn't plant a tree 20 years ago when you guys are just walk outside right now, dig a fucking hole and put the seed in the ground. But here's what most people do. Dig the fucking hole. They plant the seed. They fucking cover the ground. They water it. And two days later, they come back. Yeah. And then they might water it again. No, then they dig it up. They dig up the fucking plant. They dig it up. The fuck? And then they (laughs) throw out the seed. Yeah. And then they go back to living their life. And then six months later goes by. And they, I'm going to call on my trainers out. Sorry. And then they look at their fucking bank account. They're like, oh, fuck, I'm still broke. Yeah, and they look at their friend, John, who started online coaching six months ago. And now John's making fucking racks and they're still fucking broke. And they're like, fuck, I'm going to start posting again. They plant the seed. Two weeks later, fuck, throw it out again. Dude. And people just keep fucking doing that. They I keep know. repeating the same cycle over and over again because most people just don't have the fucking patience to just hold their breath just just keep fucking going dude i still remember when me and you were fucking first building aesthetic nation i had zero fucking clients we only had fucking josie and taj on the team yeah like jessica was there but she wasn't really doing yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. i'd never even met jessica for the first like three four she months was i was working on the team she was just there but like people just saw the success of aesthetic nation and thought it just happened me and this kid grinded for like fucking 10 to 12 hours a day in different coffee shops over and over and over and over and over again so, we go to this coffee shop for four hours this one purple perk with this, the fucking cake. Yep. The fucking large ass cake they had. It was hilarious. About, we're not going to talk about the cake. This, there was a cake. I'm going to say it. There was a cake that was like a foot in diameter by like a foot and a half tall. And that was your slice. They would cut the full foot and a half tall and give it to and you, bro. And we would reward ourselves Woo! for the days of the work. Right? It was lit, we're bro. online coaches that were hustling. Yeah. <laughs> deserve some cake. We were grinding. I needed calories. But that was the thing. We literally every single fucking day, 10 to 12 hours a day, go to coffee shops and grind it the fuck out. Why did we go to coffee shops? Because we needed to get out of our houses and we wanted to change our situation. And we didn't see true success. Let's be fucking real. We didn't see true success with Aesthetic Nation until the very end. Yeah, because we didn't know how to run a business. Like, I know how to be successful myself. Like, I knew, and I feel like if you're in the mastermind, you might might relate to this. Like, I knew how to run my own business. I was making like 15K a month from my own clients. Yeah. But then I was also trying to figure out how to get cold clients. Yeah. Figure out how to get. Josie clients, figure out how to get Taj clients, figure out all these other trainers. 
And also, let's be fucking honest, like when it comes to aesthetic nation, like we as we were building it, there were so many fucking trainers that we just like they just weren't willing to match the pace that we were running at. Bro, there was like fucking, fucking eight trainers, off. dude. They just, I know they just dropped off because it's like you're not willing to match the pace. And that's been the theme of mine in your life. Oh, yeah. Like me and Cole have been doing this for 10 years and motherfuckers will just drop off because they can't. Well, one, number, two reasons. Number one, they either can't match the pace or number two, they lack our fucking core values. Yeah, like exactly. integrity. Can't yeah. keep your dick in your pants. We're not going to drop that. Right? Let's either you can't keep your yeah. fucking dick in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, dude. But that's the thing. Like, we grinded our fucking faces off. And even when I finally learned what to do with online training, we still had, like, a total of probably 13 trainers come through our fucking core group. And it was just that. They didn't fucking want it bad enough. And now, to this day, if I rewind to all of them, again, all of, there's no fucking shade being thrown from me right now, but they're stuck in the same fucking place. Like, you guys need to go all the fuck in and commit. I talked about this the other day. So many of you guys bitch and complain that you don't have fucking time to change your situation, but you're only working nine to five. Then you need to work five to nine. And then if you really want to go for it, go nine to five again in the fucking morning. Here's the funny thing, okay? So like, there's going to be people that are listening to this that are like, fuck you guys, man. Cool. You don't know. I go all in. I work 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, and I'm still broke. Motherfucker, you're just doing it wrong. That's the wrong thing. That's, exactly. That's what I'm just saying, right? Like, just, just because you're working hard doesn't mean you deserve success. Pause. Guess what? I'm going to fucking say something that's brutally honest here. You work at 10 to 12 hours a day at Walmart. You're going to be broke for the rest of your fucking life. Pause. Sorry. Right? I wasn't going there. I am. You work at 10 to 12 hours a day at a car wash. You'd be broke for the rest of your fucking life. So there's, I was going to say there's online trainers that are working 10 to 12 hours. I'm all of it. Okay. Okay. Even online trainers though. So if you're, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to fucking call this okay, game. Okay, okay. okay. If you're an online trainer that you're working 10 to 12 hours a day on your online business and you're still fucking broke, you're doing it wrong. All of it. Motherfuckers. And this is where it's like you need to drop the ego. And even, okay, so I'm going to talk to you too because I think that like that applies to Walmart. That applies All to of construction. It, that applies. Dude, I don't know if I ever told you guys a story, but there was one time I showed you this message. There was a guy I used to work out in Calgary. I'm not I do remember this. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to say his name, but. We, I used to work out with this dude in Calgary. We were like, not like homies, but we would work out together. We'd like share like workouts, whatever the fuck. Anyways. And so two years ago, this motherfucker sends me a DM and it like, I open it and like, I haven't talked to this student forever. So I opened the DM and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, this might be a good DM. Like I haven't talked to this guy in forever. I remember this and the DM was like, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it's like in all caps. It was so angry. He's like, fuck you, bro. He's like, guys like me, we fucking... He's like, I fucking work my ass off 12, 13 hours a day, fucking construction all day, every day. And then fucking cocksuckers like you are driving your car around and posting on social media and making all the money. Well, guys like me are slaving away, making no cash. Fuck you, you motherfucker. And I was like, I remember I actually like <laughs> saw the message and I like sent it to Cole. And I'm, like, I, I'm like, I'm very fucking confused. Right I now. was howling. I'm very fucking confused. But it's like, I think that he's just saying what a lot of people are thinking. And I'm just going to fucking call a spade a spade. Don't get mad at me because you got no marketing and sales skills. Not even that. Don't get mad at you or me or anyone else who's successful because you haven't figured it out yet. Thank you. That's it. I'm like, and guys, like hard work doesn't equal success. Sorry. It that's does just fucking not. The way it, that's the way it works. If you work for the company, the company's going to make more money. Always. If you own the company, you're going to make more than the guy that works for the company. Yes. And like, if you're listening to this and you're like, why the fuck am I working for the company? That might be an opportunity for you to actually think like, oh shit, maybe I should start chasing my goals. Yes. But I'm also going to fucking call a spade a spade. A lot of you guys don't have what it takes to own your own business. Yeah. You don't. Want to know why? Because there's a significant amount of risk involved. Yes. Straight up. For us to buy iron energy, we spent like $1.5 million in iron Bro, energy. Bro, it's disgusting. 
1.5 million and we're still building it and it's still a grind we're on like year two and we're starting to like starting to see some profits and on year two and a half three but it's like most people aren't willing to hold their breath the longest because you're just fucking looking to see where your fucking seat is after like three six nine months and we even see this with online trainers and we always bitch them out online trainers if you're my mastermind you know what i'm talking about i have a student in my mastermind who's making twenty thousand dollars a month and they're like, man, I'm like really struggling to like fucking close clients this month. Blah, 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 blah. And I literally pull up. If you guys, if you didn't know this, go fucking Google this. Top 1% of income earners in Canada is $250,000 a year. It's 20 grand a month. Top 2% is 190K a year. Top 3% of income earners per year is 130K per year. Top 5% is 100 grand. Top 50% of income earners per year is 50 grand a fucking year. No, it's not. It's 37.9. Oh, 37.9,000 dollars per year. Crazy. Top, that's top 50% income earners in Canada. Yeah. And online trainers are bitching that they're only making five, six, seven grand a month. You're in the top fucking 50 to 70 to 90% of fucking people. Yeah. But it's like people lack perspective. And because they lack perspective, they're not willing to keep going all in. And like with me and Colin Asset Ignation, we literally didn't take cash from the company for so long. Cause no. we just poured everything back into it. We were just like, fuck, let's just keep fucking building this thing. And that's the thing, man. Build it's, this machine. People just don't get it. They don't understand. They're not willing to hold their breath for long enough. Like how much money we spent on iron energy? Say it again. Like 1.5 million. Now, how much money have we actually put Zero. in our pockets? Zero. 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 And that's a fucking fact. And we keep putting money back into the gym because we don't just want it to be a gym. We want it to be Zero. the best gym in Canada. Zero cash, bro. Zero fucking zero money zero a lot of you guys are just looking for that instant gratification so you start the fitness journey and then you quit within three months to a year because you didn't see the results that you wanted and then you look the same for the next 10 years and you bitch and complain that you never actually saw success you start a fucking business you don't see success that you want in a month and a half two months three months four months and then you quit and keep working at the fucking job that you didn't like in the first place because you quit you guys gotta learn how to hold your breath and grind your fucking face off embrace fluidity and patience patience means six months or six years it does not matter again if things aren't working you just might be doing something wrong mm. nothing wrong with you mm. you just might be doing something wrong i'm gonna yeah. say that again if you are lacking success in your life it is nothing wrong with you you just might be doing something wrong where a lot of you guys take it as a personal attack oh how dare they right how dare they how dare they i suck i'll never get anywhere fuck this guy i'm not worthy i can't do this Fuck these guys. When it's just not the fucking case, you just need to look yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, am I actually doing what I need to do? Especially online business owners, bro. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like sometimes I even like perspective where I'll be winning in a certain way. And then like the, the drive in me will kick in the fucking killer in me will kick in. And I'm like, I want more. I want more. I want more. And then I got to check myself and take a step back mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, this is what I'm actually doing. Like, let's smile a little bit and smell yeah. the fucking roses. Yeah. But it's because I have the awareness to fucking do that where a lot of you guys just lack it. And it's because you haven't actually looked at your fucking life and asked yourself, what do you want? I kind of talked about this on my podcast this morning, which is fucking crazy that we're breaking it down right now. But I want you guys to think about this for a minute. What do you love? Like, what do you love doing? What do you enjoy doing? What do you love doing on a daily basis? What is your hobby? Think about that shit. And then figure out a way to make that thing, your passion, your career, the thing that you make money from. That's it. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to hate it from time to time if you turn into your career because we love what we do. Mm-hmm. And there's days where we wake up and we want to punch everybody that works in our company in the fucking face. All right? <laughs> like, straight up, dude. I'll call a spade a spade. I love what I do. Sometimes I want to fuck Daniel up, all right, when he comes over here. It's just how it is. <laughs> like, like, sometimes you're not going to love the thing that you love the most in this world. But I can tell you right fucking now that waking up and getting to put work into the thing that you love more than anything in this world will make you feel better 
all the time than going to work and doing something that you hate. Here's the thing, okay? And I want you guys to think about this for a second. So the planet's been around for millions of years. We've got like around 2023 since like the fucking, you know, AD. You only get fucking 60 to 80 to 100 years on the planet unless you get hit by a bus. Dude, you get like 80 to 100 if you're healthy. If you're healthy, okay? Yeah. So out of that, out of those years that you get on the fucking planet of being alive, you got 24 hours in a day. Out of those 24 hours, you sleep eight, all right? So that means you're awake for 16 hours. Are you actually willing to spend eight to 12 of those hours working at a job that you do not fucking like? Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. Think about how much of a negative side effect working at a job that you fucking hate would have on the rest of the eight hours that you have to like live your life, to spend with your kids, to hang out with your family, to do things that you actually enjoy. Think about how much less motivated you'll be to work on your fucking health goals if for eight to 12 hours a day, you're working on something that you fucking hate. People don't think about this. Or that you settled for. And then one day, boom, you're hit by a bus and you're fucking dead. And the, your whole life, you just spent working for $25 an hour and then you died. No. That well, literally fucking terrifies the shit out of me. Let's change it though. Let's say you don't die. You just get paralyzed. You can't go to that fucking job anymore. You don't have fucking legs. And now you're just stuck in the shitty that life that you created because you settled in the first mm. place and you don't even have money to get out of it. Mm. Think about that. Dude, here's another fucking thing to think about, right? Those of you guys that have kids, think about right. not getting to watch your kids grow up. And slowly but surely, as you go to work nine to five and you spend eight hours away from your fucking kid and you come home at 5 p.m., you see your kid for fucking two to three hours and then they go to bed. And you just realize at, when they get 18 that you missed their whole fucking childhood because you were working the whole time. Yep. That literally petrifies me. I actually, I told Kirsten, I was like, I'm not ready to have a family until I am absolutely certain that I can fucking take care of them and spend time with them and not be grinding on my business all day every day and i can take a fucking break when i want to and i'm happy to say pizza nominations at that point now it if is. i wanted to fucking take a step back i could take a step back bro it's blessed but it's like so many fucking people just live their entire lives working for somebody else not questioning whether or not this is the right way to live and then their kids grow up and then they're fucking old and then they don't get to do what they want and then they never pursue their goals and then they die yep that happens every fucking day and i don't understand it when you literally could do anything that you set your fucking mind to when I met Cole De Silva, he had 200 social media followers and he was a fucking drugged up iron worker. Yep. Now, homie's a motivational speaker on fucking Motiversity. He's got millions of followers on all, across all social media platforms and he's inspiring people all around the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why would you settle for anything less than phenomenal? And I get that it's going to be a long period of time. And like, you might be in a place right now where you're struggling and you're like, this message is actually hitting because you like want to make the change in your life. You have to make the change in your life. Your fucking family's like livelihood depends on it. Your future depends on it. And you don't want to get to the end of your fucking life and look at like your entire life as a whole and realize that you spent the entire fucking thing wasting it. Yep. Working for a fucking job that you hated, getting paid minimum wage. And then you have no fucking nothing to pass down to the next generation. And everyone forgets your fucking name because you didn't do anything worth mentioning. It's not a life I'm going to fucking I would rather fucking die. That's straight up. Dude, straight to up. think that to think I would have to leave Cade for 10 to 12 hours a day and have him be raised by a public school system or people that I don't fucking know, number one. And then number two, to not be able to pass him down something literally makes me sick to my stomach. Like when you're talking about that, my whole body feels weird. Mm. Like there's just no way in hell. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have brought him here. Like I'm legit being serious. I would not have had fucking Cade and I would not be thinking about another kid if I could not provide him with the life that he currently has right now and what I know he will have when he gets older due to my actions right fucking now. Dude, I think that like, I want to say something that might hurt some parents' feelings. Like 
it's your fucking responsibility it is. to step into your power if you're a parent. It's your fucking responsibility to be healthy. It's your fucking responsibility to chase your dreams and go after what you want yeah. because your kids are learning from you. And so if you as a parent are making dumbass excuses and putting your goals off because you don't have the time, because you're fucking lazy, because you're tired after work, because you're bad genetics, you're literally telling your kids, hey, kids, it's okay for all you motherfuckers to make these excuses because mommy or daddy doesn't have the fucking balls to go after their dreams. So when you're growing up and you have dreams and goals, don't worry, you can make excuses too. It's your fucking responsibility. Like that, it like irks me to my core when I see like it honestly fucking bothers me when I see parents that have kids and I look at the parents' habits and then I look at the kids' habits. I'm like, the reason the kid's overweight is because you're fucking overweight. We both dealt with that. That's why it fucking makes us mad. And we're just willing to fucking say it. Our parents were like that. Mm -hmm. They had that fucking mentality. It's like the bitch made mentality of do as I say, not as I do. Fuck, I hate that shit, bro. When a parent says that shit, do what I say, not what I do. Mm. I don't do this because this is bad for you. Then what the fuck are you doing doing it in the first place? Like take action, be the fucking example. I saw a post on social media the other day and I wish I remember the creator's name because I would shout him out right now. But he had his kid in his arms and he said, as soon as this kid was born, my life became completely different in the aspect of I am not my main focus anymore. Mm. They are. Mm. And that's why they grind every single fucking day towards their fitness goals, their health goals, their relationship goals, and way fucking more. Because if they become the peak state human, they are able to be a better parent for that child. They're able to leave more behind for them. Now, like, listen, grind, all right? Put the fucking work in. And there might be a lot of you guys right now that be like, oh, I could just disregard all this shit because I'm not a fucking parent or whatever the case may be. Well, if you want to be that older individual driving a supercar one day, or at least do something on this planet where you contribute to your family, to yourself, to your partner, then you got to do something about your shitty situation. Mm -hmm. Stop talking. Go get to work. Do something today. Get off your fucking ass. Then there we go. Get off your fucking asses. That's it. That's it. You want to chase your dreams, achieve your dreams, become better. Get off your fucking ass. Guys, this shit is not fucking easy, but it's also not easy to fucking settle every single day. It's not. It's also not easy to be a fucking quitter. It's also not easy to tell your kids that the reason that mommy and daddy is fucking struggling and overweight is because they don't have time because of the kids. That's not fucking easy. And so I think you need to decide what your fucking heart is. And for me, my heart is I'll grind every single day for the rest of my life until I'm fucking dead to make my dreams become a reality. I'm not subscribed to this bullshit reality where I'm looking to fucking, you know, work like a, I'm looking to take some, my foot off the gas and just fucking <laughs> kick my feet up and like make money fucking passively. I'm not a bitch. Dude. I'm grinding. Dude, you know what's funny? This is a funny side note. So I'm fucking going to roast them. Yeah, go ahead. Go. I had a post go up on my Instagram and somebody commented and he's like, Oh, like fucking not this guy again. This guy's always on my fucking newsfeed. Like, fuck this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And I literally, I was like, I was like, you know, it's fine. Cause I went to his page and he was trying to be an online coach. And he'd been like, I looked at his page. He had like 100 posts. I'm like, it's funny that like, I literally am 10 times as busy as you. And I put up a thousand posts in the last 12 months. And like, you have a hundred and it looks like you've had your account for a while. Yep. Like you are a fucking pussy. Dude, this is the We're thing. not in the same fucking league. Like literally I talked about this whole balancing and what you just said this morning. I talked about how I don't subscribe to society's standards of balance in life mm. and the aspect of like people think that you should just put the bare minimum in or you should put a certain amount of work in and then not work too hard, take your foot off the gas. But I just don't believe in that shit. Mm. All right. My balance is very simple. I work on my health goals, my wealth goals, and my relationship goals all fucking day, no matter what, every day, period. And that is why right now I'm sleeping like three to five hours a night. Mm. Three to five. 
period. I'm not going above that. That is not an exaggeration. Some days it's three hours. Some days it's five hours based off of the fact that my kid wakes up like a motherfucker in the middle of the night. And if I say I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. and go to the gym like I did the other day and I go to bed at 2.30, I wake up a half an hour later and I fucking go. And I don't bitch about it. I don't complain about it. I don't subscribe to society's standards of fucking balance. Let's work eight hours a day and no more because don't work too hard, honey. Fuck out of here, you bitch. It's so fucking soft. Why? I don't get it. Do you love what you do every day? I fucking love it. Then why the fuck would you take a break from that to go sit on the beach and do nothing? Right? Yeah, I understand. I love, I like posting on social media. I like working on my fitness goals. I like working on cars. Whatever your like is, whatever your love is, why would you stop doing what you love to do nothing? That's what people do nowadays. <laughs> They're like, I got to stop grinding because I've worked too hard. What the fuck are we doing? And then you guys are like, why have I been in the same place for six months? Well, because at eight hours, you clock the fuck out like a bitch instead of putting more work <laughs> in because of what society says is accepted in the work time for your dreams. I love it. Right? I love it. Soft, bro. It makes me laugh. Fuck out of here. It makes me laugh. Don't complain about the results that you don't have because the work you ain't doing. Yeah, okay, exactly. We fucking, we went off on you guys. Shut off, Daniel. Take this fucking information that we fucking gave you and do something with it. I don't give a fuck if you like me or not. That's not my intention here. My intention is to give you a message that triggers some emotion inside of you and causes you to actually fucking take action. So even if you hang up this podcast, you stop listening and you actually go hire a fucking fitness coach because you're like, Brian and Cole call me fucking fat and lazy. Good, <laughs> good. Go ahead, do it. Yes. I want you to fucking do something with your life. I want you to step up and become the person you're meant to become. Peace.